0: Hey everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ron Ma S, chan and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 405. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm um, DJ Ron Ma
1: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
2: And I am Makochan. chan
0: so How's everybody doing tonight? Did anyone get that that quick bout of rain just now or was it just me? I don't know. Okay. No, because I was rushing getting into the house and um shit, hold on. It seems that the people cannot hear anything, so let me double check the options. Okay, there we go. There we go. Hold on. Yeah, it, okay, and here we go. Uh, I almost want to do a do-over. Almost. Okay, now we can hear us. Yes. All right, because the idiots at um at Buffalo Wild Wings held me up, so I threw everything off, and if it was another system update, I forgot to reset the audio settings, so... Uh, Oh, God. So, wow, what a way to start a Tuesday, don't you think? hmm uh-huh. um, We are live week of May 7th, 2019, right here on Twitch TV. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can interact with us right here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. You can also find us through uh, live.vognetwork.com. They have a little pop-up viewer for all of the VOG shows and VOG-affiliated shows. So check them out. Show them a little love as well. And you can also find us on the Discords. That's vognetwork.com slash Discord. And each of the live shows has their own Discord channel. So come by, hang out, have a, have a ball. You know, we got we got some fresh chips out, you know, because somebody forgot the ch- uh, uh, chain and the deals got very stale, so... <laughs> Oh yeah, so I react how everybody is, so you know, we're all one and the same, we're, we're still here, you know, it, we survived May the 4th, Cinco de Mayo, Revenge of the 6th, and now it's just Tuesday the 7th, but yeah, all right. let, me, let me run this little update here, so, update again. Because I everything got thrown off because I didn't get into his house to about eight thirty, so whatever. So we're gonna go around the room with how was your week? How was your day, Ari? Uh,
1: well, <clears throat> there was the usual glut of uh, overtime on Friday. Ooh. And I and this the past weekend, I was like I gotta get some tacos this weekend somehow, and on Friday like you know when I had a long enough break to get dinner I ended up at a pizza restaurant because. Like the only Taco Bell's is, like, way, way off. I'm like, you know what, screw it up. I, I, I don't have enough time to sit and relax, like, stop at this pizza place. All
0: right. All yeah, right.
1: that was a mistake.
0: All right, I'm, 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 I'm going to stop you right there, Chief. Hmm? I, you don't really go to Taco Bell for tacos. I mean, I get it, but there should be, like, a local Mexican place right by you that has some really awesome tacos you can get.
1: There is, but it's eh, kind of meh.
0: Well, I don't know. They do have
1: Mexican soda, though.
0: Well, yeah, that, yeah, pure cane sugar. You can't go wrong with that. I mean, there's a couple of Mexican places by me, and the food's just really good.
1: But I also knew I was in trouble when I went in and immediately heard these shrieks of about a dozen Little Leaguers.
0: Oh, I walk past that at least twice a week.
1: I'm like, oh, God. And they wouldn't, like, they wouldn't, like, shut up the entire time I was there. Mm-hmm. And, and there were also a couple babies in there, so every, like, Time I, I got to a hard, a hard high pitched squeak. I'd be like, you know, just like bunching up like that. <laughs> but I did actually end up at a Don Pablo's on Sunday with a friend of mine. Oh, okay. It was not bad, except that they ended up placing us where they set up a stage playing shitty house music. Oh. And other than that, I got mortal, I got Mortal Kombat this past week. I only played, had it for a couple of days because I wasn't as, as into it as much as I thought it was. Yeah. So I traded it in to get MLB The Show 19.
0: Makes sense. Then again, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember the last... I think it's been like over a year since I paid retail for a game I, I enjoyed. But the games, you know, I play a little and I just don't have time. And to refer back to X 75 about hating on Taco Bell... Not hating on Taco Bell, just saying that if there is an other, if there's an option for act for a Mexican place, go there. Just saying, I get it. If you got that that need for Taco Bell or that's the only place in your life, that's fine. But if there's a local place, throw down. Mm-hmm.
1: But also, I got to the road to the show method like section. I've been playing that that a lot. That's where you make your own character. Yeah. To uh. You know, take from Double A all the way up to the Majors. Hmm. And uh, I got a little torn because one, they actually have the, the voice note for Ari. Yeah. The actual name Ari, but not for Rockefeller. So I'm like, oh, God, what do I do? But I just decided to go with the old standby. have the Nazar's calling me Big Daddy Rock.
0: Or you go with Ari Jackson, you know.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, my guy also looks like he has a mullet because there's only two... There's only two choices for long hair, and they only come down to about here. Mm-hmm. So nothing like the flowing mane that I have, but he still looks like he's he was constituted out of a vat of pine tar and tobacco spit. <laughs> you know, like the 93 Phillies.
0: <laughs> Isn't that them fighting words right there?
1: That's my team. That's my favorite team ever.
0: Mm. Okay. You're not a Blue
1: Jays fan, are you? No. Then they're not fighting words.
0: The only team that I, I, I will constantly hate on on a regular basis is the is the Red Sox. That's it. Of course. W- w- why not? I mean.
1: <laughs> it, but, yeah, that's all things have been going for me.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, uh, Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day?
2: Uh, same as always. I lead a very boring life. So I went to work. I came home. And rinse for heat. All
0: right, so my weekend day has been pretty chill. Um, I actually stayed at home. Actually, no, I actually didn't stay at home. I actually had a social life this weekend, believe it or not. I mean, I, Saturday, I, I finished up a photo. Fo- I basically worked on photos from Castle Point. Went out to meet up with a friend for ramen. Come to find out, it was on the 5th. So I still walked around the city, you know, look for some nerdy stuff because i'm looking to upgrade my wallet and my backpack you know but i couldn't find anything so i went home and yet and sunday i did meet up with my friend and we went to Ichiran and it was really good and i forgot that there was a Ichiran three blocks from um from penn station so we ended up going to the one like in midtown slash times square area which was just because nice, it's right by my job but we did walk around and check out some of the anime shops and so forth we didn't hit all but you know it was still fun Came back home, worked on more photos, and basically, I am caught up for photos for this year. So I just got to work on uh, one photo shoot, and I got um, a batch from last, uh, from a couple of um, like a year and a half ago. I need to finish up, so I- I'm getting there. And and as y'all know, my Tuesdays are set as a tight schedule. When I get out of work, I place my order for dinner, I go to Target, do my little shopping, grab my dinner, hop on the train, and get home. That way I'm here by anywhere between 7.45, 8 o'clock. But because of my new work hours, I usually, it's usually closer to like 7.50, 8.10, 8.15, give or take. But, so I go, I give them my card, and they're like, they can't find my order. So I'm just like, all right, this is what I want. You know, uh, put a rush on it because I got to be there. And, and the purse and the, and the chick behind the register is copy such an ad. So she's like, yo, you got to wait just like everybody else. And I turned to her and I said, look, your system ate my order. Not my fault. (laughs) I've been coming here to this location for 10 years. One of your supervisors knows I'm on first name basis with. And I was almost about to say, don't fuck with me. Unfortunately, that supervisor wasn't working today because if she was and she saw what was going on, it would have been taken care of. So I'm just and I had to wait it out a half hour. I'm just like, "Yo, give me my food and go. And it just bothered me more that these people were being a lot nicer to everybody else. Mind you, I'm not being a total dick to them. I'm just like a little annoyed. Evidently, you can tell these people are just here to collect a check. They don't give a damn about their job. I'll tell you what. A couple places I've worked at, they wouldn't last a week. They wouldn't even last three days with me as a supervisor. So it is what it is. All right, let's go into uh, housekeeping news. If it'll update, there we go. Um, I don't see us taking any time off anytime soon. We may have like a post-special uh, Memorial Day episode at the end of the month. Um, not sure. We might we might figure something out. mako Chan usually comes up with some interesting idea. Either that, it'll be it's, it'll be her Skype screen of her shooting off fireworks.
2: I could do that. See. See? <laughs> fireworks for your friends.
1: You're going to shoot them off in your bedroom, Mako?
2: Um, maybe sparklers.
0: You forget, she has a balcony.
2: Mm-hmm. See?
0: She'll shoot them off from the balcony and the cat's sitting in the distance watching.
2: Now, if I was actually going to shoot off fireworks, I'd go out front.
0: There you go. Even better.
1: I just imagine Damien like, looking at the sparkle and immediately just running out the room.
0: No, I, he's too lazy to do that. He'd look over just and just flop back down.
2: Granted, this is me with sparklers. I don't exactly just hold it and look at it.
0: She gets mesmerized by it.
2: Well, no, I mean, there are pictures of me with, you know, sparklers that I've got, like, three or four of them hanging out of my mouth.
1: You know, what? <laughs> that, that was my next guess.
0: I have not seen that.
2: Yeah, I, I've, I've... um Going to a uh, mutual friend's house and lighting sparklers and lighting... You know fireworks and like the big ones that you're supposed to stick in the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I take those and like conduct, you know, secret orchestras with them. <laughs>
0: oh, good lord!
2: This is me, and I am sort of a pyro. So
0: yes, firing the disco. What's
1: there alcohol involved?
2: There's always alcohol involved. <laughs> Did you even have an axe then? But, but I, I just don't want need to be alcohol. sure. No, but I don't need alcohol to play with, you know, fireworks.
0: I can't with y'all.
1: Just want to make sure all, we have all our bases covered.
0: I can't with y'all.
2: What? This is me and D. I know. Do you know me and D? Not to, you know, hang out and at least have, you know, a bottle of wine.
0: There's a reason each. why. I co- there is a reason why I, I dub y'all Thelma and Louise. Okay.
2: Yeah. But I will say, you know, pyro first. <laughs> I, I I don't need booze to play with fire. Mm. I was always the fire starter in Girl Scouts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh Mako chan. Fire. Fire in a disco. Firing the Taco Bell.
1: Taco Bell, huh? Uh, <laughs>
0: uh, uh, uh. uh. All right, uh, moving right along. Um, weekly Nerd Swag. All right. It used to be, I used to call it uh, the weekly shirt slash plush, but as we have different hosts on the show showing off cool nerdy stuff, I decided to rename it to Weekly Nerd Swag. Basically, we're just wearing something awesomely nerdy that's Part of our lifestyle, that kind of who we are. I'm not sure if I've worn this already,
2: but yes, you have.
0: All right, so I it doesn't so, matter. Yeah, I mean to be to be perfectly honest, I don't think I see myself getting getting through every single shirt in my collection this year. Don't see it happening. But what the one part of the reason why I am wearing this shirt, which says um, "Pretty Guardian Trainer Venus." It's in conjunction with Detective Polka, detect, Pokemon Detective Pikachu coming out Thursday. And I will be going to see it most likely next week after work, so.
2: I'm going to see it Friday night.
1: Probably sometime this weekend for me.
0: I might go see it Friday. I, I, I haven't decided. I mean, I got time. I might. Um. Yeah. So basically, it's Sailor Venus with different po- Pokemon that represent her character, so. Or her style and a steel x75 says pikachu is already out on youtube yeah yes we know. and
2: it is the yes. most amazing thing on the internet
0: shall we tell them
2: Nah, let okay. them, find let them find click it themselves. on it
1: figure it out themselves
0: all right um all right tell us about your weekly shirt and if you can find it uh post a link to the movie in the chat
1: i uh i know we have it in our uh yeah on our Skype chat, so I'll yeah. just copy paste it. Yeah,
0: here. yeah, share so they can all watch it.
1: Okay, this is actually the first, um, you know, nerdy style shirt that I ever got, and it's a Pokemon. It's a spoof on The Sopranos. Mm. A friend of mine, Jeff, out of Ohio, he got like sent to me, I think, for my a birthday or Christmas one time, and uh, I've had it ever since. This is like. At least 2010. It's easily the oldest one in my collection. Nice. And I have a bunch of other Pokemon related shirts. I'll have one to uh, wear for Detective Pikachu when I go out.
0: Oh, okay. I'm actually thinking about cosplaying Brock when I go see it. Wouldn't be uncommon. True. And then here is Mako-chan with the Combo Breaker.
2: What? <laughs> I, I i i i like all forms of monsters whether it or digital
0: but what about farm
2: or hunters there you go or rangers I, or
0: i i actually kind of miss monster hunt uh monster rancher mm. that was a great cartoon that was a great anime
2: yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm partial to mascot type characters. So any of those monster kind of TV series, uh whether it be Pokemon or Digimon, um I I, I, I like I like cute fluffy animals.
0: We kinda noticed. <laughs>
1: And Detective Pikachu does look very cute and cuddly.
2: Yeah, I want one of the talking ones so I can cut the detective hat off of it and make a Deadpool outfit for it. For uh, reasons.
0: I, I, I just want one. I just want a, a plush Pikachu just holding a coffee cup, coffee cup. That's that's what it is. That's what I want. But um, tell the tell the, the watchers which Digimon you have there on display
2: uh this is one of my favorites Gatoman uh gotten because eventually I will cosplay from the series mm. um I do also have Patamon because those are my two favorites and also the two characters that I would want to like their actual you know digi destined would be the characters I would want to cosplay. Well-
0: well, you do your Digimon cosplay, let me know, because I may jump in, and I also have a couple of other friends who also do Digimon cosplay, and I know they would love to join in. They're the ones that used to run the Digimon versus uh, Pokemon soccer um, event at um, Anime Next.
2: Mm. Well, I'll be down for Zenkai if everybody wants to plan. <laughs> there you go. Now,
0: before we get into tonight's news, um, I have a some interesting breaking news couple of things that came across my feed earlier today so i i I have got to talk about it and one of them is is really a great idea the other one is like maybe not so much now recently colossal con has been has been on our, uh, our topic of discussion here for a bit for various reasons but the reason we're gonna talk about them tonight is for a positive reason. Now, uh, this was posted to the Colossal Con um, Facebook group. And here is the comment from one of the staffers at Colossal Con. It goes, be the change you want to see. But those of you who don't know, Colossal has a blue bin in ConOps where they keep a variety of items, primarily feminine products that are free to any attendees. They cover this all out of pocket but also accept donations of unused goods. I grabbed seventy two sticks of deodorant to add to it this year. You can add to it also. If you have access to surplus supplies you think that people can use, please bring them by the con. It's not always as simple as, oh, they should have bought. deodorant is a great example. Maybe it was forgotten at their hotel. Maybe they should they maybe they put some on and it just wasn't enough and they're staying off site. It's easy to complain, but honestly just as easy to pitch in and help out. If you have if anyone else have products they would like to donate feel free to drop off at con ups i'm sure they would appreciate it and as someone said it's called doing the lord's work <laughs> now that's come a long way of you know con, s- saying that cons need to drop uh deodorant sticks and in, in swag bags to hang out now, it's come a long way from that but having it set up like this is a great idea i think more conventions can should do that and the person that made this post does make a valid point. Sometimes it, it, it happens. I mean, we've forgotten that we needed some type of hygiene, so we run to Walmart or this or that. Or, you know, I always try to make sure I have enough on me. And if it's not enough, I will go back to my room, refreshing up, and then go back out. But, um, let's be real here, people. Um, some of y'all really need to start wearing this stuff. J- just saying. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Let's see. Other piece of news uh, coming up. Now, it's starting to become a common thing. It's a common thing where you have an organization that runs multiple conventions across the country, different locations. It's basically the same con, but it's in a different location, different guests and so forth. Otacon does it. Wizard World does it. Uh, Read Pop does it with New York Comic Con and C2E2, etc., etc. Now, and there is another one, uh, I think Dark Materia Inc. They run a variety of conventions anime, comics, whatever. Now, KatsuCon is jumping in on it. They are, they just announced a three day sci fi convention.
1: Okay, we're at... The Gaylord. Oh, boy.
0: It's going to happen next year. August 14th to the 16th, called Station Unity. It's going to be focusing on science fiction, fantasy, and STEM learning.
1: Doesn't sound too bad.
0: Yeah. And some people are, are a little suspect in regards to I know I am... Because there is a there is a sci-fi convention that, that happens Memorial Day weekend, which I'm sad I can't go at the Gaylord called Escape Velocity, and I went last year and it was great. It wasn't as many people, but it was really cool for what it was. And you know, I don't know, maybe I think it's a great idea. Capticon is expanding out, running two conventions is going to be a little bit rough. You know, but it'll be a good thing. It kind of feels like they're kind of, you know, kind of rubbing in on Escape Velocity given the location, but it is what it is. I may check it out next year. I I could try. It will give me another reason to break out Boo Busters Luigi, you know? I'll will keep tabs on that and see. I I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try.
2: I would have to see. You know what's going on with it.
0: Yeah. and as Ichigo Gami said, is similar to what I'm saying. She says, um, "Why not work with them? They have backing with NASA, the Smithsonian Institution, and other connections." Now, Ichigo, that's what I said in one in one of the forum group, and one and. In Catscar 21, where this was announced, somebody replied that Escape Velocity is focusing on raising funds for a museum, whereas Station Unity is a convention. And I responded back, same thing. Regardless if they're raising funds for a, a museum or not, it's still the same thing. Escape Velocity is a science fiction convention. This is their third year. And I don't know anything about them raising funds for a museum there might be somebody else that's doing that which I think that person might be confusing it with but you know I I, I will hold reservations on this and see how it goes Sorry. yes they work with the sci-fi museum but you know it's like I said it's it's the same thing. Anywho, uh, let, let's 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 move along. Let, 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 let's let's get going to our uh, to, to, to tonight's uh, topics. Now we're going to talk about uh, one of my favorite um, shows, um, which is the live action um, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. It came out during like early two thousands. It was kooky. It was campy. It was a fun show. Unfortunately, it did not get picked up for a second season due to sales of merchandise.
2: Which sucks because the series actually had really, really, really good numbers.
0: Yes, the ratings were there. I mean, i I would love to see them do it again and see Rose. But given how Toei has been toying around with Sailor Moon Crystal, so basically, what happened was the actresses from the series got together for a group photo to celebrate the final day of the Heisei era, which was April 30th. Ayaka Komatsu, an actress who played Minako Aino, Sailor Venus, on the show, posted a picture on on her Instagram, which I absolutely love right here. I I, I absolutely love this. It's adorable. Yes, it is. I mean, I still remember geeking out when she actually responded to one of my posts on her official page, so... But well, as it goes, the picture shows Keiko Kitakawa, Sailor Mars, who, by the way, made an appearance in, I believe, uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Uh, yes. Yes. Also pictured is Rika Izumi, also known as uh, Chisaki Hama, who played Sailor Mercury, Mew Azama, who is Sailor Jupiter, Miyu Sawai, who is Sailor Moon. According to the caption, the actors got together for Meet Day on April 29th. Kamats wrote that she met the actresses individually over the years, but it had been a long time since they were all together. We talk jokingly that we've been together for over half our lives, but it really feels as if our relationship is that of childhood friends rather than just industry pals. The PGSM live-action series was an adaptation of Naoko Takuchi's manga that ran from, and the series ran from October fourth, two thousand three to September 25th, 2004. The series retails the manga's first story arc. Now, the series has not been licensed anywhere, and I'm hoping maybe Viz would get the rights and just put it out. Let just put out a subtitled version. But if you look around, it's not hard to find um, copies of Fan the subs? Yes. There are a couple of sites out there. Um, if you kind of look around and see who hosts us, you might be able to find something. Just saying. Just saying. Now, for some side information, the Heisei period started on January 8th, 1989, the day after the death of the Showa Emperor Hirohito, and ended on April 30th, 2019, Heisei 31, the date when Emperor Emperor Akihito abdicated the Chrysanthemum Throne. The new Japanese-era name is Reiwa, which means Auspicious excellent, Peace. Uh, let's see, you know, as X 75 says, some fan subs are pretty good. The funny thing is, I was just thinking about that the other day. I kind of miss when you bought fan subs, the opening music was, was, was translated and they would make it karaoke and you could sing along with it and it was awesome. It was also, you know, when multiple people were talking, there were, Different colors of subtitled text for people to you you know to watch you know so you know who's saying what. They don't really do that anymore. It's far and few um, companies will subtitle opening um, music and ending sequences. I know um, the, the groups that came out of 80s films still do that. Um, all they really companies now, they just subtitle the dialogue in a white font and call it a day. I kind of miss the yellow and green fonts, but white is so much easier on the eyes when you're watching anime, especially in comparison to yellow. So,
2: huh.
0: yeah. Alright, uh, Mako, what's a, what, what your favorite, one of your favorite fandoms?
2: Uh, yeah, so um, Takashi Obata mm-hmm. has um, decided uh, uh, or I should say it was revealed that Takashi Obata's uh, Death Note manga is getting a new one-shot mm-hmm. manga chapter um, by Obata. Uh, the magazine teases that the story will be related to what Shinigami bring about when they descend to the Earth. Uh, part of the complete manuscript will debut at the uh, Kagayo 30 uh, Shunen, Kinen, Obata, Takashi 10 Never Complete or the 30th Work Anniversary Takashi Obata uh, Exhibition uh, Never Complete event, which will run uh, in Tokyo from July 13th to August 12th. Um, In addition, Obata's completely original work that shares the Never Complete title uh, will debut at the event. Hmm. So, yeah. um, Death Note's getting some new stuff, which... Is kind of awesome. Hooray! Too bad. I mean, I've I've always wondered more about the Shinigami, and you know, if it's out of boredom mm-hmm. that they come back to Earth, and basically, some of them it is, yeah, yeah. Or
1: they
2: um, look at the
0: Earth and like, y'all done fuck this up again.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, there are. They different sometimes look at it like
1: for... a like MST three K on like a terrestrial or like a. Terrestri- or like a dimensional level you know
2: yeah i mean the different shinigami do have the different you know reasons for coming but i don't know i'd like to see that maybe a shinigami is coming to cleanse earth or shinigami is coming to actually help earth and they're all not you know assholes (laughs)
1: Or just benign at
2: best i don't know i mean from what we've seen i think mostly because of how death note went and who was actually writing in the death note i don't know i think i'd like to see what a completely different take on it would be Hmm. and somebody trying to do good that is not actually a sociopath
0: Sounds about right. Hmm. And supposedly Damien is running around in the background?
2: No. Oh,
1: okay. I'm waiting for him to just come in and just lay down on your little plushie.
2: No, I don't think he, he's actually right behind me.
0: I think for one episode, you should focus the webcam on him and and just see how long he sits there for.
2: I mean, I could probably move the webcam just to show him.
0: (laughs) If you want to, we're cool.
2: Well, right now I'm bothering him.
0: (laughs) Of course you are. Of course I am. You're always bothering that damn cat. Okay,
2: let's see. Because I can't see... When I'm doing it this way, no power. Where's that? That's what I want. Okay, like everything is being knocked over just so I could show you my freaking cat.
0: But it's for great justice. It's the cat. That's why. Uh oh. What?
1: We lost Michael. Yeah, the picture's
0: know. going out. I
2: know. Yeah, I just think it's too dark.
0: Okay. Well, people, we tried.
2: Or I just lost it completely.
0: Because it somehow, it it affected uh, my camera.
2: (laughs) Well, it didn't affect your camera, it's just Skype.
0: Yes, I I saw Like, my
2: Skype is completely frozen now.
0: Yeah, so is mine. Uh I mean, because it just told me that it is, but... Oh next time Shall I move one? No yeah, next time don't listen to me, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um actually what I wanna do is I'm I'm going to kill the call real quick and restart it up. That way everyone's um webcams are, are back to the way it should be. So
1: Okay we'll
0: then. We'll be right back.
1: Hey, you're back. Hey
0: uh, We got one, we got two There we go, we're all back here. Were you doing that thing from Conquer where he just wipes the screen? Yeah. Okay.
1: Just dusting it off.
0: Okay. Good call. And for some reason it I, I told it to turn it off, but it's blurring my background. Unblur my back. Thank you. Thank you, Skype. Thank you. Alright, so I don't know if y'all know, but it, there's an updates to Skype where now it blurs your background. I Honestly, don't mess with it. It's going to screw shit up, so don't even bother with that.
1: I haven't found that function yet.
0: <laughs> it's there. I
2: haven't updated yet. Yeah, when well, you
0: update, it's there. Um, probably because I'm on the Windows Insiders build, so I got an update, an update to it that allows okay, me to do Okay, it doesn't something.
2: matter. We need to continue. Yeah.
0: Yes, I know. I know. All right, Ari, what's up with discotech
1: <clears throat> Well, uh, Discotech Media announced on Wednesday that it has licensed the new Cutie Honey original video anime series as well as the Yomushi Petal Reride and yomushi Petal Reroad anime films. The company will release the titles on Blu-ray on July 30th with English subtitles and English dub for New Cutie Honey and just subtitles for the Yawamushi Petal films. D- Discotech also revealed that its Blu-ray disc release of Lupin the Third Blood like Blood Seal The Eternal Mermaid is scheduled for July thirtieth. Let's see. The eight-episode OVA series debuted in nineteen ninety-four and adapted Gonagai's Cutie Honey manga. EDB released the OVA on VHS in two thousand and on DVD in two thousand and four. And a Rewrite is about uh, fourth-grader Sakamichi Onoda starting a biking adventure at Akihabara every week. got to save money, but driven by a need to improve certain skills. Junior pro cyclist. Shin- Shunsuke challenges suck meet you to a race, and the outcome might seem obvious. There's some surprise in, po- in store for both of them. <clears throat> so yeah, but competitive cycling anime.
0: Yeah, like one of my old co-workers was telling me about a yellow sheep and I should check it out. I never did, but I definitely want to check out Cutie Honey. I never get a chance to watch all of the all of the series. I did watch the live action film which was campy and funny as all hell.
1: As you would expect, I guess.
0: Yeah.
1: See, I definitely want to get at least Cutie Honey, if not, if you only had to choose between one of them.
0: Mm. Okay. Also, there have
1: been a lot of Yoamushi Pedal stuff, apparently.
0: Yeah, this is the age of the sports anime.
1: they got going to be one on bowling next?
0: Don't put it past him. I mean, like, you got cycling, you got Football, you got
2: baseball, you got basketball. You got basketball. Yeah,
0: so, you've got oh, we need a
1: hockey one. Skating. Now we have the big four.
2: Well, you've got ice skating, and you've got swimming.
0: I guess we can count them too. But yeah.
1: So, so we got a hockey anime. I just want to hear the phrase "the fucking penguins." Shut it in the finest of English.
0: Please. That would never happen.
1: A man can dream, can't he? Oh, yeah,
0: and as Ichigo Gami says in our chat room at uh, Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, ballroom dancing.
2: Been there, done that.
0: Dislocated my knee doing that. Oof. That's okay. When they put me on a stretcher, my kneecap popped right back into place.
1: Because
2: of <laughs> Yes, of course it did. So it doesn't look like there are any hockey anime out but there are manga Okay. so there is one called My Heavenly Hockey Club (laughs) but I think that might be field hockey
0: and as Starlet Creations say there's spinning tops so that's also a sport
1: oh Japan
2: yeah Japan doesn't really do ice hockey Like, I'm reading this whole thing, and that's just not one of the sport appeals that Japan has.
1: Mm. Oh, well.
0: Yeah, we tried. Okay, now the next topic. Oh, the internet basically lost their proverbial shit over this one.
1: And the literal shit in some
2: places.
0: Again,
2: Mako, I understand this is your fandom, so... Yes. So, we were talking about this last week, um, and I basically said that the Sonic movie does not bring me joy, and thus it needs to be thrown away. Mm. Well, I was not the only one that thought that, and director Jeff Fowler posted on Twitter um, Thursday, basically right after the trailer was officially launched that he has noted the criticism on the design <laughs> of the Sonic character and said that the design would change in light of the criticism. Oh. He added that Paramount Pictures and Sega are fully committed to making the character the best he can be. The thing is, and I believe we've discussed this when the images were leaked, um, he was saying, you know, Wait until everything's out. You're going to love it. Mm. When he showed Sega what his character was going to be, they questioned it. And he said, you know, wait, let me fully animate this. You're going to love it. You'll see everybody's going to love it. <laughs> no, made it not No. I'm, I mean, they, you know, just really don't care what he looks like. There are some people that the design has grown on them. The problem is, this is one of those times where, yes, the story might be different, and yes, this movie is not for quote-unquote fans, but if you're going to scare all of the fans away because the character looks like shit, they're not going to be brilliant. Bringing their kids to see your damn.
0: Exactly.
2: You, I mean, you, you do have to have a fan base, and considering just how much media is up there for Sonic, be that, you know, video games, be that, uh, anime, be that manga, there's a lot more to just starting fresh. You. Have- have to have something that's going to bring those fans, and there are, are a lot of them, to want to see this movie. And if you screw up your main character, that that's on you.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, you could do the story however you wish, but if, if, if the main character doesn't look like the main character, then... But I get it. It's a CG-slash-live-action film. He's got to have a CG aspect. I get that. But it's not hard to still give Sonic that gaming look and feel in CG. It still can be done, you know?
2: Well, the thing is, you're going to have it CG. Mm -hmm. And his whole thing was that he was trying to make it as realistic as possible. The thing is, this is still a hedgehog right? that has human form. He... took it as a human that has hedgehog form. And that's how he went with it to try and make it more realistic. The thing is, it's a big, freaking blue hedgehog. There is nothing realistic about this damn thing. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason for him to try and keep it, you know, realistic proportions and all of that. There is no realistic... Hedgehog that looks like him, so just freaking give him the proportions that he should have, and not for nothing. As soon as they fix the proportions, this thing is going to look so much better. Yes.
1: I
0: mean, it's like just
1: look at um, Lunatics Unleashed to uh see just how how uh how much fan backlash can change a design for hey, a character. Hey, hey,
0: hey, 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 I liked Lunatics Unleashed.
1: I'm not saying it liking or hating it, I'm just Look at the look at the first drafts of them, but the and then thing, see what they turned into after the backlash.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, this was like a post-apocalyptic type animated series, so there was going to be changes, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, it's I, and when the what the concept of what they're doing the Sonic reminds me of Street Fighter the movie, when they kidnap Charlie, who's really Carlos Blanca.
1: Yeah, in making those two in a, and
0: turned them into a character. humanoid Blanca. What the shit?
1: Well, in the series, Blanca got, got the way he was by living in a jungle and getting and feeding off the uh, bioelectricity of electric eels.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I can only hope that knowing that they're going to be quote-unquote fixing, that they don't call co- Cause the company attached to it to go fucking bonkers because as of right now, this movie is still due out in November and there's no telling just how much of this is going to have to be redone and whether or not it's going to be, you know, easy to go in there and just have things, you know, quickly manipulated. I mean, hell they could be able to come up with code that will rearrange proportions for them and it's not going to take them forever.
0: See, now that, that's something I wanted to touch up on. Now, I've been seeing, you know, that, that the, they're talking about having the movie still come out in November. Now, I'm a hardware guy. I'm not a software person. But I know people that do some animation and so forth. I My, my train of thought is, well, the animation is done all you have to do is go into the source change the major frames and design styles once you've got them redesigned at that point you can put you can put in the updated designs back into the sequence and see how it plays out if it plays out smoothly you're good if not you got a little bit more work to do so yeah,
2: yeah well, I'm mean, I go it's, that far it. with it and don't be yeah, I mean, they don't. It's not like they have to completely take every mm-hmm. character and fully re-image it. Right. Everything's already there. They just have to stretch it, and as long as that does, doesn't distort everything too damn much, they're fine.
0: Like, don't be too surprised if the film gets pushed back. I mean, if they have to to make sure it's they get it right, then by all means get it right. And I know people are gonna complain. Well, you should. This wouldn't have had to happen if you got it right in the first place. Well, mm-hmm. we live and learn from our
2: mistakes, and now don't that's we. true because he's known from the beginning that nobody has liked it. When when you, your parent company, the company that actually you know hosts the license to a character, goes, you might want to rethink that. You should probably listen yes. to them and not go, "Fuck you!" I know things.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can. You know, I can see the entire senior staff at Sega just, just looking at him, and they're just all like, Sonic, just tapping their foot, just going, you
1: know. And I just imagine everyone turned to face Yuji Naka, and he's just like, none
0: Even he was like, wait, you, what? Yeah, that. Yeah. I mean. Not for nothing. If I was making this film, I would contact the original Sonic team for input on how how Sonic should look in a real-life situation. Who else would know than the original team that made the game? I'm just saying.
2: Well, they could have gone fully what they did with Pokemon and kept you know, what should be his actual proportions and facial features and all of that, because it's not like he actually is from earth. Mm-hmm. So who cares if he doesn't look realistic because he's not.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, I, 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 understand that there's a lot of this, you know, we have to be realistic, you know, live action. We have to be realistic, you don't have to turn things that are not realistic, that are, you know, actually come from a different world. You don't have to plop them onto our earth and go, this is you now. No. Go, go because the- this is not our earth.
1: They, they tried that shit in the 80s with uh, taking, like, barbarian or sword and sandal style movies, and for the sequels, they just dump them into the real world. Mm.
0: Which reminds me. Mostly
1: of- just guy. So they didn't have to save, they could uh, save on a. Uh, sets and shit cost cutting
0: See, which reminds me um i'm kind of looking forward to the new um super mario brothers movie that's being done by um um, um, yeah i'm I'm
2: definitely looking forward to it um and, and i like the live action version so did i i have nothing bad to say about the live action version it's campy yes you know is it a good video game movie? No. But as it, something by itself. And you have mm-hmm. to look that Mario Brothers has a lot of crap out there. Mm-hmm. You know, TV series, books, comics, games. There are a lot of different things out there. And that's what I look at the movie. I don't see it as being, you know, a retelling. I see it as being a different universe.
0: They were basically the movie was kind of basically like a retelling of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show if you think about it.
2: Yeah, but, you know, a little.
0: I mean, but honestly, I guess. but honestly, I would have liked it. I mean, the new Super Mario Brothers film to me that would be a great example of live action and CGI. That's just me. A CG uh Bowser, you know? But you know, if it if it works that way then, you know, hey. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I I think doing A strict animation type thing. Just given that the animation quality from the TV series was, you know, TV series animation quality. I'm really looking forward to them doing a movie quality animation for this. Whether it is, you know... Fun, bubbly, campy animation, or you know, hardcore CGI mm-hmm. realistic animation, right? Yeah. I don't care as long as it's good,
0: works for me. All right, now we're moving on to more licenses from manga publisher Yen Press. And it would be nice if Mako chan's uh screen wouldn't keep uh jumping around in size. Oh, got to. So, in Press, they just announced they are licensing six more titles. Four of them are mangas, two are novels, and they will be coming out in November of this year. Um, Eclair, a girls' love anthology that resonates in your heart. Bungo Stray Dogs, Another Story, Volume 1. Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, which I may end up picking up because I really enjoyed that that anime. Seven Little Sons of the Dragon a collection of the seven stories manga. You Call That Service and The Eminence in Shadow. Those are two light novels that will be coming out later this year. Um, for Eclair, Our girl's love anthology of resonates in your heart, it's following the breathtaking anthology of Eclair, Our girl's love anthology of resonates in your heart, comes three new sets of girl's love stories uh, featuring Blue, Blanche, and Rogue. Artists such as Rain, Hibiki, Mimon, and many others. These girls' pure feelings were resounding in your chest. Blue comes to stories everywhere. Uh, November of this year. The Blanche uh, books will come out uh, January of next year, and Rogue will be April of next year. Now, Bungo Stray Dogs. I've heard interesting things about this positively. This, uh, this, is this, this, this. The basic, the basis. Can't talk tonight. The summary of Bungo Stray Dogs is, when a request flies in from the government enlisting the help of Yukita Ayatsuji, a top-ranked skill user and detective notorious for his deadly skill, and Mizuki Tsujimura, a devoted newbie agent from the Special Ability Agency, the unusual duo find themselves with an open-and-shut case on their hands. It's a spin-off of the, of, the origin, of the Bungo Stray Dogs series, so it's basically Bungo Stray Dogs guidance Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. The best way I can describe this anime is... he meets quantum physics. And then a lot of logical aspects of it. Which is that's the best way I can describe it. The summary of this manga is... Bunny girls do not live in libraries. This is simply common sense. And yet that is exactly where Sakura runs into one there. More bewildering is who the bunny girl is... Mai Sakurajima, an upperclassman and well known actress who is taking a break from from acting. Wanting to find out more about the mystery surrounding Mai and hopefully get a little closer to her, Sakuda launches an investigation to figure out what's making this bunny girl invisible to everyone around them. And it's really good. Now the next stories are manga. The summary of that is Ryoka Kui. The master storyteller behind the beloved manga series Delicious and Dungeon pens seven brand new tales that will delight fantasy fans and manga devotees' equality. Covering a broad range of themes and time periods, no two stories in this collection are alike. That's really good. And the screen expanded again. And next. Uh, next up, you call that you call that service. The summary of on this one is... When a vampire kingdom suddenly appears within the borders of Japan, a beautiful boy meets vampire romantic comedy blooms out of the mind of the creator, I've been killing slimes for 300 years and max out my level. One fateful day, Ryota wanders into a town that's been declared sovereign territory by the rulers of the night, and before he can blink, an adorable vampire pounces him. Now his only duty in life is to serve her hand and foot as her minion in the hilarious romance-filled days to come. Hmm. Reminds of some fire anime that came out um, I just did sh- a shot of that um, Rosario Venmpire Van- okay the last one uh, on this list here is the eminence in shadow the summary is shadow brokers are those who go unnoticed posing as unremarkable people when in truth they control everything behind the scenes. Sid wants to be someone just like that more than anything and something as significant as boring reality isn't going to get in his way. He trains in secret every single night, preparing for his eventual rise to power, only to be denied his destiny by a run of the mill, yet deadly traffic accident. But when he wakes up in another world and suddenly finds himself at the head of an actual secret organization doing battle with evils in the shadow, he'll finally get a chance to act out all of his delusional fantasies. Huh. Sounds interesting. And as Washi Otaku says, Sonic is a better love story than Twilight. I think the, the the last five books I just mentioned are better love stories than Twilight. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It's definitely not wrong.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, you got that right. Alright, uh, Ari, what's up with oh, Gius?
1: Uh Let's see. Code Gius, Lelouch of the Resurrection, with a semicolon in there okay. because reasons... <clears throat> I think that's the title of it, Resurrection. Yep. Mm-hmm. As producer Kojiro Taniguchi announced at the Sakura at the SakuraCon event last month, it's phase one of a ten-year plan for new Code Geass. Fr- uh, it's phase one of a ten-year plan for new content in the Code Geass franchise. Mm. Sunrise producer Toshiro Fu- Toshiro Fujiwara also stated at the event that his night to decide what form the next phase will take, whether it be manga, anime, or something else. But he stated the pl- the plan will feature several forms. Uh, uh, of The Resurrection" opened on February 9th at 120th years in Japan. The movie debuted at number five at the Japanese box office and earned about 2.59 million in its opening weekend. The film has since earned more than 1 billion yen, that's about 9 million, as of late March. Funimation will screen the film. <clears throat> oh, let me try that again. Funimation will screen the film in North America on May 5th, a too late for that, and then May 7th and 8th. The film also screened in Canada on May 5th. All screens on May 9th and 10th will be Englished up. Uh, director Gorō Tanaguchi and many of the key staff members return for the movie, and the film's story begins two years after *The Zero Requiem*.
0: Mm.
1: It's one—the story is complete in one film, serving as its finale. I always did like the alternate history uh, theme, like you know, setting of uh, *Code Geass*.
0: I could never—I couldn't get into that series
1: just know that all the that the their zero year is 55 bc by our calendar isn't
0: that does it say for britannia calendar or something
1: like that ascension throne britannia that's the calendar they use hmm. so 2010 atb is is about a 1940s hour time
0: uh, i think maybe it's been a while since i watched it maybe i'll give it another run through We'll see. Sorry, mid-50s.
1: All right. But still, they have, they have a giant mech when we were just getting you know, fucking color TVs into the mainstream.
0: Mm. So you're saying we're all modernized and still in the, in the ways of North Korea?
1: <laughs> we're just a little behind by uh, their standards.
0: This is sketch. All right, Mako, back to one of your fandoms, and I know you enjoy this one.
2: Yeah, um, so last week we talked about Amino doing uh, art for magic. This week we're talking about Amino doing art for the new Prime Minister. Um, So he has, uh, for the website of Japan's Liberal Democratic Party, he drew an an illustration of seven Samurai, the leader of whom is Amano's impression of Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Mm. Uh, The website also has an interview with Amano, which goes into some detail about why the artist chose to take on this particular job. I'd never done something Japanese-style like an ink wash painting for a job before, so it was really interesting. It may be the very first time something I've done in this style has gone out to the world. It felt very much like doing a live drawing since you can't redo things when you're using ink. I think it's very important to try out new things. I'd always known it through an objective standpoint, but through actually doing the job, I came to realize keenly that art and politics really are intertwined. When you look at history, there were kings and court painters during the Renaissance, and uh, uh, I cannot pronounce that.
0: What? What? Where? Uh, the Ray? What you talking about? the Renaissance Velasquez. Uh, yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Velasquez.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I I'm not very good with multiple z's in a word so um it was only around the time of the impressionists that people could draw art freely and even though that's also true today of course art and society still have a strong connection the heisei era has ended and the new very Ver- era has started i'm very interested in it as an individual i myself may not have changed but i wonder if it may trigger something for society as a whole even if I'm not actively conscious of it society ends up taking it in so yeah.
0: And as Theo X seventy five says, it's the last quiz. Thank you. That was close.
2: As I, I said, I, multiple Z's. No, I'm not good with. Oh. Um. But yeah, I I really, really do like Amna's um, work, and his work of actual people is absolutely amazing. I really, really would love prints of his uh, David Bowie collection, which is awesome. Um,
1: Imagine him painting us. You could make me look presentable.
0: Or me.
2: (laughs) I don't know. He has a weird way with women. True. Although I might actually get some boobs.
0: Boobs, you said?
2: I said boobs.
0: <laughs> okay. God damn it, Ronma. Just making sure I heard right, that's all. I think we're going to get us all killed. He is going to get you killed. You knew what you signed up for, sir.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just none around you, my last words are going to be, oh, fuck. Before I just get completely annihilated.
0: Funk. And then you start back at the last, at your last save point.
1: Great, I've been trapped in purgatory. There's no heaven, no hell, and there's no escape.
2: Yeah, you go back to your last save point, at which point you strangle Ranma and try to keep his mouth shut.
1: <laughs> of course, I because... get a Game Over message saying I've created a time paradox. Actually, of course no, I a- would.
0: actually, there wouldn't be a time paradox, because remember... When you're in Jersey, when you die, you, you respond to the last Wawa you were at.
1: So, five minutes away by foot from my apartment. Okay. Yes,
0: and we have to restock up on stuff. So, if you're smart, you'll probably shove a chocolate bar in my mouth or something. Can we move on, please? Absolutely. We're going to talk about um, Kill the Kill, the video game. And, it's a, and from what I can tell, it's going to be an arena fighter. And I'm kind of oh. curious about that. Now, if the, if it'll just update. Thank you. Let me open the browser here. Now, IGN started. They posted a video with basic gameplay of the upcoming Kill a Kill game called Kill a Kill If. It seems that Arc System Works will release the game as being des- designed by publisher A+, who worked on the Little Witch Academia game. The anime script writer, Kazuki Nakashima, returned to write the game's original story, which was written like another episode of the anime. The game's if story will diverge from the anime story partway through and include new content. Um, basically, the game's protagonist will be Satsuki Kirien, rival and ally of original anime's protagonist Ryuko Matoi. You'll have playable characters as Ryuko, Irigamagori, Uzu, Hoka Namuda Namura, Nonon, Ragyo, and Nui. The game will add playable characters, Mako, Mankensho, and Ultimate Double Naked DTR's free DLC this summer. And, and that looks kind of... it does look kind of interesting, so... Um, I, I'm going to see if I can get this to come up. Actually, I don't think I can. I, I didn't even properly program has set that up for the for the video. But basically it's an arena fighter where you're running around basically button mashing. Not I don't think it's a style of like Tekken, but you know. I'm thinking it's gonna be more like the um like the Naruto games for PS two in a way, so I I but I will definitely pick this game up. It does look fun. I just hope it turns to be a lot better than um my hero academia uh
1: One's Justice game, because or Jump Force, but by God, you know I, I'm kind of getting hyped on Kill a Kill again because I saw that episode of Man at Arms, yeah, where he re-for- where he forged a scissor blade, yeah, and he did so by using like hundreds of pairs of scrap scissors as the raw material.
0: Mm.
1: It was pretty awesome, even in the finished product, as like they like showing up the forged metal, you could see like the outlines of some of the scissors.
0: And it's great that they're bringing back the original dub cast. That's going to also be awesome as well. Uh-huh. Right now that we got that out of the way, and we have basically killed, filled for 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 lack of time. It's time for meanwhile in Japan. I can take the first one. Damn it. Um, You want that one? No, no, you take that one.
1: Okay. I'll
0: take the last one. Alright, Ari, take it away.
1: A man was arrested for attempting to rob Tokyo police with a fruit knife. And left Headley's sub headline is The Arrest Part Probably Goes Without Saying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but the million, but the the million yen question is: Is the person unemployed?
1: Let's see, shall we?
0: Go for A it.
1: A daring robbery attempt took place in broad daylight at the popular Asakusa area of Tokyo. Daring is probably the understatement because the intended victim was known to the Tokyo Metro police themselves. The incident took place right outside the iconic Kamonarimon, with its giant red lantern outside Senso Temple. Picture behind um, Mr. Sa- Sora News 24 writer Mr. Sato. And I, I will uh, link it in the chat for you to follow along with so you know what I'm talking about. Wonderful. <clears throat> uh, near the gates of Koban, which just have a small police outpost that can be found all over cities in Japan. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Apparently, two other Sora 24 news writers were being detained on suspicion of public indecency. At approximately 5 o'clock in the afternoon, a 63 year old man entered the koban located right outside Kanamariman and brandished a fruit knife at the officer on duty and demanded give to him to give him money. The officer warned him to put down the knife. This, for some reason, prompted the suspect to walk out of the box where he was swiftly arrested with the help of another officer who was nearby. In a subsequent investigation, the suspect is said to have admitted to the charges, claiming that not having any money on me. I wanted money. No. As you do. Money,
0: that's all I want.
1: Dun, 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 dun. Let's see. Oh yeah, and they're struggling to piece together his motive. Maybe you just wanted the experience of getting arrested. Then they went on the police to don't have any money. You know, it said Some people have a better life in prison. There should be another better way, I guess. Make maybe by donating blood or volunteer for medical experiments. I also was going through rough time once with the police asked him to arrest me. That was about five years ago. And that sounds like a much better article than this one. Mm. Let's see. Why would he do the police box one of Tokyo's most popular sightseeing spots on the busiest day of the year? Could just easily waltz in a more in- out-of-the-way koban with the knife around been discreetly arrested. Or you can just do it in front of thousands of people with cameras.
0: Yes, there is video of the guy being arrested. <laughs> because
1: of course there is. I can, he goes on the picture a conversation what are you in for I mugged the cop <laughs> and had the news reports and a slew of ev- evidence back you up you'll know, probably be seen as a bit of a live wire and not to be easily messed with but then again we're trying to parse together the logic of robbing a police officer
0: there also, is no it,
1: logic it, uh, also it didn't say whether well or not the guy's unemployed but being 63 it's likely I guess he could have been retired some people yeah.
0: that's the best way I could come up with Mako yes what did how do you jump into water and end up in something that's not water
2: so yeah so there is um yeah um. Yeah, there is uh, in the Namba neighborhood of Osaka there is you know, it, it's a very party-like atmosphere at times right. with dense concentrations of bars and restaurants plus the picturesque views near the uh, Dontonbori Canal partiers often meet up and mingle atop the bridge that's there And it's not unusual for said partiers fueled by bravado, alcohol, and or some combination to leap off the bridge into the water. Um, This happens quite often when the local baseball team uh, has winning streaks. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, on the eve of the end of the Heisei period... There was a party in this area, and one young man decided it was time for one last leap from the ledge, shouting, hey, say thank you, as he ran forward, bounding over the railing, thinking he was going to land into water. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, not checking to see what was actually underneath the bridge, he dropped right onto the deck of a sightseeing boat. Uh, So jumping off the bridge is dangerous under any circumstance, uh, and there have been deaths that occur from people that do this. It's even more so when you're smacking into a solid object instead of the water. In a stroke of incredibly good luck, though, the exact spot where the man hit the ship was where the crew stored the tires that it hangs off the sides of the boat as bumpers when docked. So his uh, landing blow was cushioned.
1: He basically got taken out by a fucking Looney Tunes gag.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, The sightseeing crew quickly returned to Dock, where the operating company's employees attempted to provide first aid, but the man refused their assistance and walked off with his injuries, if any, apparently minor enough that he felt he didn't require immediate medical treatment. Uh, With bridge jumping occurring so often, uh, some might be surprised that there isn't a police presence to prohibit stunts like this. In actuality though, there was, but not until later that night. Mm. The incident above uh, actually took place at only about 8.30. So, yeah, it's a little bit early to be celebrating the end of the era four hours away. Yeah, that's... Way too
0: early
2: Yeah I mean that's the kind of crap that you start pulling at You know, 11, 11.30, 11.45 <laughs> oh.
1: Also, if this was around here I'm pretty sure the guy would have just gone up and go Woo! Wanna account of me completely fucking plastered and end up to think Hey, I'll go jump off this bridge
0: That's all
1: I gotta say is I thought I scared you there for a second
0: no when you went woo like that I just felt my ears I just felt like my, my ears clearing out it's oh I'm sorry like, no, it's fine I'm used to it. it's like when I'm at work going up the elevator my ears pop on a regular basis so
1: know, apparently my uh Kermit the Frog turned down a couple octaves voice actually helps things.
0: And as Starlet Creation says, apparently it's never too early for stupid shit. You ain't kidding. Now, our last article from Meanwhile in Japan, it's a little bit on a serious side. Osaka teens tie rope across the road for fun and get charged with attempted murder. Let me explain. I want you to think about it for a second a rope across a road between two poles. Somebody goes by on a motorcycle, gets hit by that rope, they go flying.
1: You gotta get your damn head taken off.
0: That too. So what happened was back uh, about a couple of weeks ago, give or take, a day. A 77-year-old woman was riding through the dark streets of Osaka on her scooter, probably as part of her job as a newspaper delivery person. At around 2.20 a.m., she traveled along a long stretch of road. Her bike suddenly struck something and threw her into the asphalt. She suffered serious injuries, including a, a broken leg. It was so fortunate she survived what could have easily been a fatal spill for someone her age. The case... The cause of the accident was a nylon rope that was tied to opposite ends of a street, which is 7 meters, which is 23 feet wide. Surveillance camera footage revealed the suspects made two 16-year-old boys who were quickly arrested by the police. The pair currently face charges including obstruction of traffic and attempted murder. According to the police, they admitted to the act, but denied trying to kill someone, saying, we thought it would be it would be fun to watch people fall. Okay. I can see where their mindset was. I don't think they realize realized you can actually hurt and kill somebody by doing that. While it's ultimately up to the courts to decide, it still seems that seeking enjoyment isn't really an airtight defense against attempted murder. It certainly isn't. That would be like me saying Throwing someone off of a moving train. And I'm like, I didn't mean to kill him. I just thought it'd be a funny thing to see him go flying. You know?
1: Uh...
0: Readers of this article online have some things to say on social media. That's cold-blooded. Please throw the book at them. If they didn't think that they would kill someone, please throw them off a scooter so they'll understand. Please punish these kids with everything you got. Let's keep this simple, just publish their name so their lives are ruined just like that lady's is. Sure, they probably didn't want to kill anyone, but there should be some penalty for being lethally stupid. That, I agree with. Indeed, the fact that they are criminally stupid could come into play establishing whether or not they had intent to kill. Maybe their lawyer will cite the fact that kids today don't grow up with the values that was brought to us by Wild E. Coyote and that you never learned that trying to catch something by tying a rope across the road will only backfire, especially when your intended target magically evades the rope, and then when you go to inspect it, it suddenly snaps and wraps around you as though you look like a mummy with a wooden sign popping out that reads, and you think you have problems. And you know what? That lawyer may just be right. So perhaps the youth of today need to learn these lessons from each other. Hopefully by now enough charges have been pressed that at the next time a thought that begins with "It would be funny if" that pops into their heads, these kids understand that it's pretty much an automatically a horrible idea, whether it's pooping off a rooftop or throwing people's food in the garbage and then serving it. Now, in response to Wiley e. Coyote, there was an episode of Tiny Toon Adventures that was done in the ways of the People's Court, where Wiley e. Coyote or his counterpart sued the Acme Corporation for, you know, for, for their products not working, and they were saying, it works if you use it right. <coughs> Excuse me. And that was a funny episode, but... I, I, I think we're done with that. Yeah. I think it's time to wrap this up. Do y'all agree? definitely all right well this is it we're at the end of the show thank you for listening thank you for supporting us oh there's Damien that little bugger if you like the show tell a friend they in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth we're independent bloggers independent podcasters and we do this for the fun of it so if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at Session.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimajamSession.com where we post links to our podcast, anime reviews, cosplayer interviews, live action reviews, and other cool stuff. So definitely swing by and check it out. Um, our Zenkai Con com Report is up this week. Uh, Castle Point review will be going up next week, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, Don't forget, you can find our our podcast on any podcast app that you have. Google Play, uh, Podcast Addicts, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Just search Anime Jam Session and you can find us. Listen, and you can actually give us reviews through those apps, so definitely check it out. So thank you for that. And don't forget, you can find us on social media, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. It's all Anime Jam Session. It all leads back to one and the same. And to everybody on our social media pages that support us, thank you so much. We could not do this show without you. So thank you. Thank you so much. So we're going to go around the room. Last words. Marco.
2: Now you have seen Damien. (laughs)
0: Last words, Ari.
1: Sorry for blowing out your ears, everybody.
0: <laughs> My last words, um I have to clean this place It's looking like a mess. Ooh. Well, I think that's it. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, so I'm Ronla.
1: I'm Ari.
2: And I am Akachan.
0: Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night everybody
2: night by the way did you just
0: grab Damien or he just jumped in your lap
2: neither I slowly moved the camera and was able to uh because he is sitting right behind my chair
0: and well in that case Mako say goodnight Mako-chan
2: goodnight Mako-chan
0: that's it we're done see you next week